Wait for it. There's no need to wait, geeks. We are back. This is the Active Geek Podcast with your host, Jim and Chuck. And we, November has came and went, and uh, we're winding down on 2018. And this is our everything that's coming out in December episode. Nice little fun episode. Find out what's uh, wrapping out the, the year. I love these yeah. monthly episodes. Yeah. You look forward to how crazy the Image Comics uh, titles are. And there are a few this month, so... Um, we're going to get to them. Let's let's start with TV. And last time we were here with the November episode, we talked about, like, I, I said there was probably like one or two episodes or like shows coming out. Nope. Surprise. There's a lot more. And uh, we still haven't got a, a date on Happy, which yeah. is crazy. I'm expecting it to come out around this time if it's Christmas based. Um, so we may miss that because obviously you know we can't see into the future although i wish we could because then we would know when uh the avengers trailer is coming um and the rumor is it's going to be um december 5th we're supposed to get this uh, avengers trailer i heard we're not getting it till next year i like my rumor better so uh, to be honest with you um but we have uh, a few tv shows that popped up a tv special if you will uh, that popped up as well that we're going to talk about let's, let's re-go over our, our rules right one to five rating for TV. Tell me if you're hyped or you're not. Then we'll go to movies. Then we'll go to um, comics. And then we'll get the hell out of here. So, Chuck, the first show is a, a new sci-fi series uh, coming out December 2nd at 10 p.m. And it's called Night Flyers. George R.R. R. Martin. Yes, it's based off of George R.R. R. Martin's 1980 sci-fi novella and a 1987 movie ad- adaptation. Uh, and it is the inspiration for the new sci-fi series, which is reportedly the network's most expensive show to date. Now, Sharknado is probably their most expensive thing to date, and that's probably what like fifty bucks. No, um, Krypton probably. Yeah, Krypton pretty- is, has to be very expensive because yeah. they're CGI build. But um, Night Flyers is set in twenty ninety three, and the show follows the crew of the most advanced spaceship ever built. Uh, as it heads to the edge of the solar system what awaits them there is a bloody creepy and horrific but also much less campy than the 1987 movie Uh, and then several writers that saw the footage in comic-con said it was comparable to the shining oh wow yeah and that's kind of mind trippy and like not mind trippy in like a doctor strange way but like it kind of sends you on a ride so I'm, i'm really excited for this um let's see who's in the cast the cast is uh gretchen mole ian mcmacken david Jala. Uh, he's uh, Manchester Black on Supergirl. Okay. Um, and Brian F. O'Brien. Um, I think I've heard of Gretchen Mole. Yep. Uh, and she was the only one I've heard of. Uh, and the series is going to be held after the last-minute showrunner change by TV newcomer Jeff Bueller, uh, who also penned the adaptation in 1987. So he know he obviously knows the the content. Uh, and I think George R. R. Martin is like overseeing it, like because this is his baby. This is the second thing that's coming out um, from George R. R. Martin. It took a while. Yeah, you know, Game of Thrones came out. I think he had something in the works at Showtime, um, Skin Trade, I believe it was with the yeah, werewolves. I remember that. Um, but that fell through. If you listen, if if you're a showrunner for anything and you go to Showtime or Cinemax and they're like, "We're gonna buy it," just run away. I think the only thing that they put out that's successful is Shameless. Yeah, right. Outcast is gone. Chew was supposed to go to Showtime. Wait, then isn't it, Ray Donovan on Showtime. Yeah, but is that still going? I think so. I, I watched. I think I watched all the seasons. I thought it was over. I don't even know when it comes back. It might be on now. Who knows? I'll have to check that. But um, the unconventional rollout will see new episodes air across five consecutive nights this week and again next week beginning on Sunday, while all 10 episodes will be also available to view immediately beginning on VOD and online at Sci-Fi's website. So it's not a deep, like you don't have to set this for your DVR. Yeah. 
Um, I plan on watching it on the website. I, I can watch all 10 that day. Sign me up. December 2nd, I can watch them all. I can watch them at work the next day while I'm doing my notes. I'm, I'm ready for it. Uh, where are you at with this? One to five. I'd say three. I'm at a five for this one because I love George R. R. Martin. Um, I saw the trailer. It's bloody as shit. Um, it looks really awesome in space. I've with Galaxy Wars. I've kind of dove deeper into the sci-fi realm. So yeah, I'm on board with this, and we're de- we're going to be doing a review of the the pilot episode on uh, Galaxy Wars. I'm only a three because I haven't seen the footage yet. Really? You didn't see that San Diego Comic Con? Wow, you're behind, my friend. I knew it was coming out. I just never seen footage. It kind of like flew under the radar because it was like, it was supposed to come out in September. And then they were like, September game. And then it went, and uh, here it comes, like right after that. So I don't know if it, if it's your most expensive show, wouldn't you want to roll it out episodically? Right? You would think. So you can get those viewers. But I guess they're like, there's so many goddamn TV shows out. And like, we have to, I'm fine with the binge worthy stuff because, you know, there's so much stuff coming out. They got to rival the, um, the apps that are coming out in 2019 with Disney Plus. Uh, we thought it was called Disney Play. They changed it to Disney Plus. Or maybe I just made up Disney Play. <laughs> Disney Play actually sounds better because yeah. it's a Disney site, but whatever. Um, five, three. Let's go on to the next show. The next show is going to be actually our first review episode um, coming Ooh. soon in December. And it's the Elseworlds crossover spanning December 9th, 10th, and 11th. And that's on Supergirl on Sunday, Arrow on Monday, and The Flash on Tuesday. And it introduces Batwoman, Dr. Psycho, The Monitor, Lois Lane, and new edition that was just added, Nora Freeze. See, see who's playing Nora Freeze? No. Cassandra Jean Amell. Really? Yep. It, it had to happen. I knew she was going to be in this, like in the Arrowverse at least once. Now, you said Dr. Psycho. Isn't it Psycho Pirate? Maybe, yeah. Maybe Psycho Pirate. There is a Dr. Psycho. Yeah. I think it's Psycho Pirate. Maybe both of them are in there. I think I don't know. I think there's a doctor that's going to be in it that um, I was reading is like the main antagonist. But I think maybe the monitor should be the main antagonist. Um, and we've we just started seeing the the new trailers mm-hmm. uh, for Elseworlds uh, in Arrow and Supergirl or Arrow and Flash. What do you think of this? Where are you at with this? I'm five. Five, absolutely. And this is going to be the best DC movie of 2018. <laughs> it's going to be better than Aquaman, I think, in my mind. And I I when we do the review, it might be on location. Yeah, you might be in a bathroom somewhere in Orlando, which is uh, Studio uh, we'll, we'll, Studio we'll call, X. No, we'll call that uh, Studio D, Studio Doo Doo. Um, you'll be in the you'll be on vacation, but it'll be worth it because this is going to be um, to me. This is going this is what I look forward to for yeah. the um, the CW shows. I can't wait until Legends and Black Lightning are included into these crossovers. Legends is okay. Black Lightning, not yet. Black Lightning, um, and it needs to be because I feel like Black Lightning and we've talked about this kind of in other episodes i feel like black lightning is suffering from not a lot of comic book characters being included mm-hmm. um where it's just the same characters like i'm behind on black lightning and i'll catch up when i catch up it's not like i um, need to watch it I'm, uh i'm, I'm like, on chapter three. Oh, the latest episode i think episode five i got like 20 minutes left yeah is it episode five i think they might only be on chapter three or four no <laughs> all right whatever five, five, or, five or six definitely. yeah I'm not a big... I, I don't know. I don't know where I'm at with it. Crondon's great, but... Uh, That's about it. Yeah, the storyline's kind of stupid. Yeah. It's kind of kitty. I don't know. Whatever. Um, so, you're a five. Yeah. I'm a five. Let's go to another show that we were supposed to do an episode about, uh, a preview episode attached to the Castlevania preview episode, and then I was going to put it into a review episode, and it's a special December 14th to come into Netflix, The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, 
a Midwinter's Tale. Kind of just rolled out. They said, like, they announced it, like, a week after the series came out. Where are you at this one? Uh, I'm a four. I'm, I'm a five, dude. I love the series. The series was really good. Awesome. Super satanic. Like, they, straight off the, ba- the bat, they're summoning the beast. And he shows up. Next, we're getting slit. There's some weird orgies. Yeah, that orgy was... Sign me up. Sign me up. Like, after watching Sabrina and then watching Fantastic Beast, The Crimes of Grindelwald, I want to be a wizard. Like, I want to be a wizard or a warlock. It'd be so easy to just be a wizard or a warlock. You just have, you don't have to walk anywhere. You can just say a spell and your letters can go there. Or, like, you can have a fucking Coke fly over to you. I'm, I'm, I'm on board. And it's Christmas. This is probably one of the most Christmassy specials I'm going to watch that has to do with Satan. The Otter Jug Band. Yeah, well, Emma, that's going to be great, but that's not deal with Satan. No. You, all right, so what do you think? Do you think that this goes into, like, the Krampus lore? Yeah, probably. Is, like, that's the dark Santa? I don't know. Maybe just Satan's, like, coming up to, like, fuck with Christmas. And Sabrina and Harvey and her friends have to go out there and just save it like the Power Rangers. Is it supposed to be, like, a, an hour episode? Yeah, just a special episode called Midwinter's Tale. Like, probably like a TV movie. I'm on board. Five, year four. It's great. December 24th, uh, 21st, we had uh, season two of Marvel's Runaways. Where are you at with that? Four. Year four. I, su- surprisingly, I loved that series. Like, I didn't think I was going to be so happy about it when it came out. And, like, as I'm watching it, like, I was waiting for every Tuesday. Uh, I'm out of five with this one, too. So I'm, I'm five for all, Across the board. all four so far that we've, uh, we've discussed. And uh, it's going to be episodic again. So it's just another show yeah. to add to the rotation of shows that I'm watching. Uh, but by then, I think um, Titans is going to be winding down. It should be over. And since we're at like we're doing our December episode, we're halfway through Titans. Where are you at with Titans? I like it a lot. Is it the best co- comic book show that's on TV right now? Or, or an app? Because I think it is. I don't know. That's what I want my superhero shows to be like dark they're cursing because no one's running around like saying gee willikers they're not saying that shit anymore so when batman or when robin's like killing cops and he's like yeah fuck you pig like yeah that needs to happen i love that Barney. yeah about buying kicked them yeah like it's the it might not be the most comic book accurate show but it's the best comic book show that's on tv right now it's good but i would put that number one and then arrow because arrow is steady crushing it this season yeah I still we're seven eight episodes into the season so far and we still don't know who the mystery archer is. We have our thoughts, and they might reveal it the week after we've recorded this, and we're like, oh, now now it's time dated. But I think it's Barry, and you who you think it's uh, I don't know, Talia Al Ghul maybe maybe it could be she's out there running free. So where you're four Marvels Runaways, I'm five again, and then the last show that's coming out December thirtieth is uh, the Orville, two hour season premiere season two is going to be two hours on a Sunday. And then that following Thursday, January 3rd, it starts weekly on Thursdays. Where are you at with the Orville? Four. Four. Man, you're four across the board. Nope. Except for the uh, Elseworlds. Yeah. Do you want to take a shot at where I'm at with this? Five. I'm at a five with this. Uh, because this is the best Star Trek show I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> the best <laughs> version of Star Trek that I've ever seen. Uh, and season one was, again, it was kind of like Runaways. And it was kind of like... Um, titans and sabrina the shows that we've talked about where i was kind of a little you know we talked about it. i was like this could be a parody it could be weak it blew me away it was unexpected it was very good and season two is gonna be even better it's got a full season order uh it's 
the first i think this might be the first season under the disney banner going into 2019 so i'm, I'm very excited for this one and um, we're also going to be reviewing the first episode on uh the galaxy wars podcast too so that's where we're at you're four you're we'll say you're four for five out no three, uh, three oh would you give a three for night flyers yeah I think that would bump up to a four if we paused this and you watched the footage <laughs> and then we report it back now. Um, I think you'd be a four with that one. Now let's go to movies. Now, December we usually talk about Oscars and that's where all the, the movie Oscar bait movies are coming out. I tried to stay away from that because uh, I don't do a movie review um, YouTube series anymore. So I don't have to watch movies like Call Me By Your Name Again or Lady the Bird. Post. The Post. Yeah, fuck The Post. Um, but I, t- I wrote down movies that either we would cover in the podcast Ones that we've talked about in the podcast, ones that we're excited for, and ones that we would probably go to see. Either one of us would go to see. There's, so I think there's one on here that I don't think you have any interest in, but I put it on there. I'm like, oh, because I want to see it. Uh, so the first one is a Netflix movie coming out December 7th. It was supposed to come out in October. Then it was supposed to go to 2019, and that is Mowgli, Legend of the Jungle. Andy Serkis directed, starring Benedict Cumberbatch, Kate Blanchett, Christian Bale. Where are you at with this one? Four. Four. Surprisingly, <laughs> this episode is going to be called Every Four that's coming out in December. Um, I'm very excited for this. I'm going to go four because it's not the first of its kind. Yeah. Like, this is going to be darker than what Favreau did. Oh, definitely. Um, but there's been so much weird news about this that it was going to be majorly released, and then they, were like, they weren't confident with it, and then Netflix spent, like, a boatload of money for the rights to it, and then they were like, oh, we're going to put it out in 2019. And they're like, nope, fuck it. It's going to be a Christmas movie now. And then they said, like, Andy Serkis directed it, but then they pulled on another director because things weren't yeah. going the way they wanted. So that's why I'm a four, because there was a lot of production. Yeah, out. and he's also starring in it. Yeah. He plays Baloo. Yep. So, like, one, it's Andy Serkis, and I love Andy Serkis. I love everything. I don't think there's a movie that he's been in that I haven't liked. So, and two, it's Animals. You know what I mean? So I'm excited for it, but if this was to come out before the um the jungle book the disney jungle yeah i would have been much more excited for this and like the footage looks great like we saw the trailer like a year ago and it looked great um but this is going to be focusing solely on mowgli's journey with just interacting with the animals where the jungle book had mowgli in it but it focused more on the animals trying to raise mowgli yeah so I don't know. I'm I'm on the fence. We'll go for. Um, I'm definitely gonna watch it. For I'm definitely sure. gonna watch it. I'm gonna watch it the day it comes out. I'll watch it that week. It's a Friday. It's a, you know, um, I think it's gonna be probably rated PG-13, so you can show uh, Alana. That'd be great to a little family movie. Next one is also a family movie and is also going to be covered by the podcast. I believe episode 150 or 151 at Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, directed by Bob Parachetti, Peter Ramsey. Rodney Rothman is starring Shamik Moore, Jake Johnson, Leif Schreiber, Haley Steinfeld. Uh, Mahershal Ali, John Mulaney, and Nicolas Cage. The god amongst men, <laughs> Nicolas Cage. Where are you at with this? We don't have to go deep into this because we're going to do a full episode yeah. on this. Where are you at? Five, four. Four. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm in a five because the the animation looks crazy. It's, it's a comic different. book on screen. Yeah. Um, I've never seen a movie with three different directors, and that's kind of weird. Like I usually see two. I've never yeah. seen a big team of directors for this movie, and I keep seeing more footage for it. Like they put, they played in front of uh, Fantastic Beasts, and I'm like, this is so good. Like this is just, it's different. It's introducing a new character we've never seen before. A couple new characters, plenty of new characters actually. Uh, we've never seen a Miles Morales. 
He's been name dropped, but we haven't seen him on the big screen. We haven't seen Spider Gwen. We haven't seen Spider Man Noir. We haven't seen Spider Ham. Like, there's a lot of things that we're going to see in this. So, um, I'm very excited for this. It's not my favorite Spider Man movie, but uh, it's going to be cool. And the cast is crazy. Oh yeah, crazy cast. And I want to see what goes on with the the animation. I want to see if this is like the future of animated films from Sony. The only reason I'm not a five because I love Spider Man. I like that we're getting a different versions. Is because it's from Sony. That's that's basically why. Venom's from Sony, and Venom crushed it. Venom at this point is almost at a billion dollars. Is it? I think it's like eight hundred million. I thought it just reached five hundred million a the, little bit ago. Well, it reached five hundred million in America, and then it opened in China. Okay. It's like one twenty in yeah. the first weekend. Like we're just crazy. So, I think. Uh, it's safe to say the Spider-Verse is, is going to be going longer. Like, those 98 characters that they had, or 193 characters that they have, we're going to see them. Because uh, Venom crushed it. This is going to kill it. It's, a, it's an animated movie on the weekend. Uh, on, like, Christmas time, people are going to be off. Christmas vacation. This is going to be a big one. It, it opens, like, the good thing is it opens before the, the other blockbusters. The other Disney blockbusters, the other Warner Brothers blockbuster that's coming out. But it opens against the movie... That I don't know where the hell I'm at with this one, and it's Mortal Engines, and it's directed by Christian Rivers, which I thought it was a Peter. I thought Peter Jackson directed this. Totally, me too. It says from the people who brought you Lord of the Rings, and uh, all the other Peter Jackson joints, but it's Christian Rivers. That's what it says on IMDb at least, and it's starring Hera Hilmer, Hugo Weaving, Stephen Lang, and Robert Sheehan. And a mysterious young woman named Hester Shaw joins forces with Anna Fang, a dangerous outlaw with a bounty on her head, and Tom Natsworthy, an outcast from London, to lead a rebellion against a giant predator city on wheels. This reminds me of a mashup between The Scorch Trials and Wild Wild West. <laughs> yeah. Right? Where are you at with this? Between a two and a three. Yeah, Peter. it's a Peter Jackson joint, so he had his hand in this. Visually, it looks yeah. awesome. Um, I got this one confused with Alita Battle Angel for the longest time because the girls kind of look the same. Um, I'm going to go three. I'm going to stay on right in the middle with this. If I have extra cash in December and I have an hour to spare or two hours to spare, I may go see it in the theaters. Uh, if not, I'm going to wait till Redbox. Yeah, it's definitely home video for me. This is my least anticipated movie in December. So far, yes. And we were going to do an episode on this. We were going to preview it. Then we were going to review it on the Galaxy Wars. And I'm like, I don't even know what the hell's going on. Got spider cities this is like steampunk's wet dream and you and i are the first thing from steampunk although we appreciate it um so i don't know where i stand with this uh it like from a visual standpoint it looks awesome uh, and that's the thing about peter jackson movies they always look great and this uh christian rivers would apartment for all the lord of the rings and all the hobbits and king kong so they know what they're doing the thing about hugo weaving is like i don't remember that he's in there yeah and then like i don't think that that's hugo weaving when i saw him I thought it was like, uh, like I think his name's like Bjorn Bornson, or like I don't know. It's one of these like uh, Icelandic actors that has the same first name and last name. So I don't know. I'm I'm gonna go three. You're two three. Two and a half. If you add another one and a half, it could be a four. Yeah. Are you are you willing to add that one and a half? No. I'm no? Good. Okay. Um, and then the next one comes out December nineteenth, and that's uh, Mary Poppins Returns. And that's directed by Rob Marshall, uh, who did Pirates of the Caribbean on Stranger Tides and in, and Into the Wind, the Woods, Into the Woods, uh, and is starring Emily Blunt, Meryl Streep, Angela Lansbury, who 
thank you 2018 i realized she was still alive um and colin firth and it's decades got lynn manuel yeah there's a lot more people in there that i just decided not to write um lynn, lynn manuel Murata. yeah or that's his name He's a singer. Uh, decades after her original visit, the magical nanny returns to help the Banks siblings and Michael's children through a difficult time in their lives. Where are you at with this? Three. I'm not a big Mary Poppins fan. Um, I don't have kids, so I'm not going to be like, oh, kids, let's go see Mary Poppins. I don't think Chelsea saw the original Mary Poppins. Um, Dick Van Dyke's ac- actually in this? Yes. It's got to be archive footage, right? No. He's, he's alive. No, he's not. Dude, I think all these people are dead. Which Van Dyke is that? Jerry? Jerry Van Dyke. Okay. Dick Van Dyke's not dead. No, Dick Did, Van Dyke is not dead. Didn't he just die? No. All right, so you're, you're three for this. I'll, I'll go three. I'm on the fence. Um, this is kind of like Mortal uh, mortal Instruments, not uh, Mortal Engines for me. Um, if I have free time, I'll go see it. They're going to promote the shit out of it while I'm in Disney. Yeah, they're going to promote the shit out of it in general because... Nutcracker didn't do as well as they thought it was going to be. And this is their next live-action Disney movie. And live-action Disney movies lately haven't been, at least in 2018, haven't been doing anything. So, uh, is that the fourth one they put out? Wrinkle in Time, Pirates of the Caribbean? No, Pirates of the Caribbean wasn't. Was that last year? Yeah. Okay, three then? No, uh, Christopher Robin. Four, yeah. Wrinkle in Time, Christopher Robin, uh, Nutcracker in the Four Realms, and then this one. Jeez. And none of them performed well. No. Christopher Robin made money. But yeah. who wants to see a movie about the man who hung out with stuffed animals? That's somebody who ends up on Megan's list. It. Yeah. Well, did you like it? It was all right. It was better than um, Wrinkled Time. My, my original movies are better than your audition for uh, Revenge of the Nerds or what, Game of Nerds? Or what was that? Um, that show called? Game. Uh, what was that called? Mm. Uh, King of the Nerds. King of the Nerds. Yeah, your audition tape for that was better than uh, Wrinkled Time. So you're a three, I'm a three, we're not doing an episode on it. Uh, but the next show, or next movie that's coming out, December 21st has probably the, sti- uh, the stiffest competition in general. It's got like five movies coming out on t- 21st. And the first one is, and we have two back-to-back episodes coming out. Uh, the first one is going to be episode number 151, and that's the movie I'm looking forward to the most, Aquaman. Jason Momoa, Amber Heard, Patrick Wilson, Nicole Kidman, Willem Dafoe, Dolph Lundgren, and Yahya Abdul-Mateen II, and directed by my boy Creepy Puppet, James Wan. We're, and this is going to be a full episode. Where are you at with this? Five. Five. This is a five for me. Uh, this is a five for my dad. Really? They played the, the trailer in front of Crimes of Grindelwald, and my dad was like, oh, shit. I want to see that. So <laughs> me, my dad, and Chelsea are going to see it. I want to see a movie with your dad. Well, no, you don't. Because he talks during it. Oh, does he? I had to remind him when we were watching Crimes of Grindelwald that we're in a theater when something's happening. He's like, oh, no. Uh, I'm like, Dad, we're in a theater. There's other people here. I love your dad. Yeah, he's great. Uh, <laughs> but he's not a great movie buddy. So uh, we're going to go see Aquaman probably uh, opening night. I cannot wait for that. That's, uh, that's a 10 for me. You know, I'm probably most excited for this entire movie. You got a bone now. Yeah, well, you know, just anything with Jason Momoa. Frontier's back in November. I'm very excited for that. Oh, so much is going on. Next one is going to be episode 152, Bumblebee, a.k.a. The Shape of Oil. And it's directed (laughs) by Travis Knight, his first live-action film. He did Kubo and the Two Strings, and it's starring Haley Steinfeld, 
this is the month of Haley Steinfeld. She needs to release an album this month because she probably she, does. She probably does, right? Uh, Haley Steinfeld, John Cena, Justin Thoreau, Angela Bassett, Ken Choi, and Peter Cullen. Justin Justin Thoreau's in there? He's a he, uh, he's a, um, okay. a Decepticon, I believe, okay, and so is Angela Bassett. That's why I didn't know he was. Yeah, there. they're both voice actors. Everybody, the only two main people you're getting out of this that you're going to see John Cena, John Cena, Haley Steinfeld, yeah, and then the rest are all voice actors. Where are you at with Bumblebee? Um, I'm gonna say three and a half. I'm going one higher than you, four and a half. Um, only because the Transformer movies have not been stellar lately. Yeah. Um, the first one I loved. I mean, the introduction of Cade Yeager is just shit. Uh, anything the Mark, anything post Shia LaBeouf was bad. It's fair to say. Uh, the last Shia LaBeouf. Dark yeah, side of well, the movie. well, that's when he was starting. He wanted to be a rapper and like grow dreadlocks and like he was feeling himself a little bit. He's getting fights at Walmart. That was like crazy Shia LaBeouf. The first two were great, right? Yeah. This one, I feel you're three and a half because it's Transformers. It leaves a solid, little soggy taste in your mouth. This looks like an 80s Transformer. It, does. it looks like a live action 80s Transformers movie. So that puts me at a four and a half. I like Travis Knight. Kubo in Two Strings is underrated. Not a lot of people understand what's going on. They don't know if Kubo is a boy or a girl. It's a weird movie. It's great, though. I was but so excited for that. he's the head of Lakai Studios. Yeah. He's going to kill it. He's going to kill it with us. And he got he paid so close attention to detail in the characters that they have in there and then brought back Peter Cullen. And get, you know, sign me up. So four and a half of that. And we'll talk more about that in episode 152. The next one is probably a 15 for you. That's Holmes and Watson. December 21st, it's uh, directed by Eaton Cohen. He directed Get Hard. It's starring Will Ferrell, John C. Uh, I was about to say John Cena, John C. Riley, Ra- uh, Ray Fiennes, Rebecca Hall, and Hugh Laurie, and a humorous take on Sir Arthur Conan Doyle's classic mysteries featuring Sherlock Holmes and Dr. Watson. Where you at? I'm five. Yeah, this is, a, this is a five for me. It looks so stupid. I love the combination of Will Ferrell and John C. Riley. Yeah, they're great. And. I love Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. So to add them, it's going to be ridiculous. Yeah. It's not going to. It's not going to make a ton of money. And and what's great, they got good actors. Yeah. Well, I mean, you figure Will Ferrell and John C. Riley are, are fairly established. But then Hugh Laurie is playing Mycroft. Yeah. And um, Ray Fiennes is playing Moriarty. Yeah. It, it's a it's a good cast. It's a really good cast. So we're both fives with this. Yeah. Uh, this is a movie uh, movie theater for me. I would like to say see in the theaters. Yeah, there's no excuse that I'm not going to go see this because we both like Sherlock Holmes and Watson lore. In fact, we did a Sherlock Holmes episode, I believe. Mm. I think I think we did back in 2017. Okay. I want to say February 2017 we did it, but uh, yeah, I'm on I'm on board with this one. Let's go to another one I'm on board with, but I don't think you're going to be on board with. Uh, it's called Welcome to Marwin. I don't know if oh, you've seen the trailer for this. Yeah, I know what you're doing. Uh, directed by Robert Zemeckis. Got a stellar cast, Steve Carell, Diane Kruger, uh, Isa Gonzalez, Leslie Bibb, and Gwendolyn Christie, and a victim of a brutal attack finds a unique and beautiful therapeutic outlet to help him through his recovery process. I think this looks great. Uh, it's something I'm not used to seeing Steve Carell in, although I know he does serious movies now, um, and he doesn't. he's not Michael Scott from The Office anymore, but it just look, it looks weird. Uh, it looks like a movie that would be great to show my clients, so uh, I'm very excited for this movie. So I'm going to go five. You're zero at this, right? I'm on one. Yeah. Um, I think it looks good. It's original, which looks like... And just the visuals look great. Yeah. And Robert Zemeckis is great. Um, I don't really have any interest in it. That's why I'm on one. Yeah. Uh, it's definitely Oscar bait. 
I don't know if this is Oscar bait. It, I mean, it touches on a lot of things. Yeah, pretty much all female cast. Uh, it's a story of recovery. It's a you know, there's a. It seems like there's a shot at Trump in there with the white nationalists that are uh, beating up Steve Carell because he gets beat up by Nazis. Like, it's a. Uh, yeah, it, you know this. There's not a lot of movies that are going out there for Oscar bait, so I would think this is maybe Oscar bait. I don't know. I think so. You think so? If this is Oscar bait, I'm fine with this one being Oscar bait, and it's not like The Artist Part Two, where it's all you. It's like a podcast. There's nothing you see. Last time it was a silent movie. Now this one is just an auditory movie. The prequel to the post. Yeah. Oh God. It's just called the. I got, got nothing to do with that. All right. So you're a one. I'm going five with this one. The next one uh, is a movie. That is coming to Netflix too. Uh, big movie. This is. I think they spent more money to get this than they did for uh, Mowgli, and it's called Bird Box. Yeah. Did you see the trailer for this? Yep. Uh, by Suzanne Beer, uh, who did The Night Manager, uh, starring Sandra Bullock, Sarah Paulson, Tom Hollander, uh, Rosa Salazar, and John Malkovich, and it's a woman and a pair of children are blindfolded and make their way through a dystopian setting along the river. It kind of reminds me of a Quiet, Quiet Place. Place. So this is like a blind place. Um, did you see the trailer yet? Yeah. trailer looks great. Yeah, it does. It looks like a really, really good movie. And this was supposed to be a summer universal, like, blockbuster hit that they were hoping for. And they were like, you know what? Let's just put it to Netflix and, like, just get our stock in there because more people are probably going to see it. Uh, I'm definitely going to watch this one. I'm, I'm four and a half. I'm four. Um, I'm more inclined to see movies on Netflix. Yeah, likewise. Because they're more accessible than going yeah. to the movie. Yeah, you already paid for it. Yep. It's not like... You're not spending fifty dollars to take your family to see a movie when you can just spend the seven or what eleven dollars that you're paying now, and you can see that. You can see uh, Christmas Chronicles with uh, Kurt Russell, which looks awesome. Yeah, it does. You can see all the like the Coen Brothers just dropped the movie on there. You can see Mowgli. You can see all the shows that we want. Fun fact about Netflix: if you type in Excelsior into the search box, all the Marvel stuff comes up. Really? Mm-hmm. As a tribute to to our Uncle Stan. So I think that's cool. So you're four. Yeah. I'm gonna go five. Uh, I'm very four and a half. Four and a half. Let's go four and a half. Fuck it. Let's, let's round it up to five. Uh, I'm very excited for this one. So December is going to be an expensive month, not only for Christmas shopping, but for movie going. Because I'm, I want to see all these movies, except for two I'm on the fence with. So And then two or Netflix. So which is go. great. And I've already paid that bill. So it's fantastic. Let's go to comics. Oh, yeah. Your fa- favorite. Our favorite part, because we sit here and talk 90 minutes of Spider-Man comics, <laughs> and then I blow your mind with some comics uh, coming from Image. So let's start with Marvel, as we always do. <sighs> Take a deep breath. Spider-Man. You know what? There's only one Spider-Man. Really? Amongst the 47 titles that they have this month. Are we going to do 47 titles? I hope not. Um, so... <laughs> Let's start with uh, December 5th. They, every comic book comes out on Wednesday. So December 5th, we have a series of comics coming out. Um, the first one is Killmonger, number one of six. Uh, where are you at with a Killmonger series? Something you'll pick up? Out. You're out with that one? Uh, I may pick it up just to see where they go in the tone post-Black Panther. Uh, if it's pre-Black Panther and it's a different version of Killmonger, I'm, I'm out. But uh, I'm, I'm going to go in with this one. The next one is a start of a storyline called The Defender's Best Defense. Uh, and it's a five-part storyline. And uh, this one's called Defenders Immortal Hulk Number One. Um, so again, this is part one of the best defense storyline. Stephen Strange is dead, a charred skeleton in an abandoned barn on the edge of a deserted town. Bruce Banner wants to know why, and won't stop until he has the truth on his hands, with or without the Immortal Hulk. Where are you at with this uh, Doctor Strange murder mystery? It sounds like Detective Bruce Banner. Um, yeah, I'm dropping. Okay, so that's part one. 
and remember it's a defender series so you're gonna have he's this is the part of the defenders now so you have two characters in the defenders doctor strange and hulk part two is namor number one now i'm not going to read the stories the summaries of parts two three and four because it spoils yeah. the first one spoils the ending so the defenders namor number one so we're seeing namor back in the marvel universe where you at with this one as part of the defenders an original defender i, don't know, I like i do like namor um, they went with the original Defenders lineup, too. I'm on a fence with this one. All right, so if you get to Namor, are you going to get the first one? I would have to. Right? It's five parts. It all comes out in December. It's, you know, I, I think it's, it's doable. Um, I'm, on, I'm kind of on the fence with this one as well uh, because I do like these characters, but I haven't been so inclined to read a lot of Marvel. Yeah, no. Uh, just because I... I put my time elsewhere with DC and Image, so um, we'll see. We'll see on the fence. The next one is a definite out for me, uh, and that's Mary X Men Special Number One, uh, and one of the writers is Charlemagne the God. Oh, yeah, uh, and it's twenty-five holiday tales of Merry Mutants, one each day of um, of December first through December twenty-fifth. So it's like an advent calendar of comics. Now that's got my attention. I didn't even read this; I just copy and pasted it. So now it's got my attention. What does Magneto do for Hanukkah? <laughs> I have to get that from okay. that one. Uh, what's Rogue and Gambit's first married Christmas like? All right. Is Jubilee truly the master of navigating malls during the holiday? These questions and more are answered as all of your favorite X-Men and more creators uh, than you can shake a jingle bell at come together for a holiday celebration to last all month long. It's only five bucks. I'm actually, I think I'm going to get it. Yeah, I, I think, I mean, you got me, you, you got me it. What does uh, Magneto do for Hanukkah? Yeah, I mean, and plus 25 stories. It's essentially Marvel's version of the Walmart yeah. DC book um, and Christmas themed. And I love Advent calendars. I get one every year. 25 stories. That's a lot. Yeah, but I, it's not Charlemagne the God is not writing all of them. Yeah. Um, because if he was writing all of them, I'm absolutely out. I don't like him. I don't like him at all. I think he's just he's bad for the culture. But um, we're gonna we're gonna move on. Uh, the next next one is uh, Star Wars: Age of the Republic, Qui Gon Jinn, number one. Ooh. Where are you at with a Liam Neeson based comic book? Is it actually? Did it, they base the character on him? Yes, it looks just like Liam Neeson. Okay. Where are you at with this one? Um, First of the storyline called Taken. Where are you at with this now? I don't know. I'm going to drop. No, you're not picking up Qui-Gon? No, I mean, I've read the the Lando series, the miniseries. That was good. But yeah, All or Nothing? Double or Nothing. Yeah. Uh, Rodney Barnes wrote that. He's a, a friend on Instagram, which is really cool. I like Rodney Barnes. Um, that was a great series. It was. I loved it. And it was based off a of child, Childish Gambino yeah. as Lando, which was great. Um I think the time has come for Qui-Gon Jinn. Like, it's been a while. It's been almost 10 years since we've seen him. More than that. Yeah. Well, I think it was, like, what, 99 to 03? So we're at, like, 15 years. Almost 20 years. Yeah. It came out, like, 97, 99. Yeah. So uh, I'm moving on from Qui-Gon. Sorry. Um, The next one, uh, Bucky's back, Chuck, uh, and Winter Soldier number one. Now, these are all on December 5th. (laughs) Like, that's a lot to just roll out in one day. Um, I'm, I love Bucky, but I'm out on this one. Where you have with a new out. Bucky series. This is the fourth time I think in two years that they've rebooted his series, and he did like a. It was like Bucky, Winter Soldier, and Hawkeye, and they're fighting over Black Widow, and then it was just Winter Soldier, and then it was Winter Soldier Super or uh, Captain America. I'm 100 percent out because they're just tarnishing and it's overkill. It seems like they're turning Winter Soldier and what did it, what they did with Logan, and it was like every Logan series has to be out there. 
Speaking of Logan and the X-Men, we have X-Men Exterminate at number one. Last mm-hmm. one for December 5th. Spoiler alert, Cable is dead. What are you going to do? Are you getting this X-Men Exterminate at number one? Dropping. Dropping. I'm out on that one too. It's too many X-Men stories for me to read. Let's go to December 12th. Uh, we have Fantastic Four Wedding Special. Uh, it's by Gail Simone and Dan Slott, big names in the comic book world. Gail Simone wrote a great uh, Plastic Man series. Yep. Uh, so, you know, that that's good. I like that one. I just just finished it. I've not finished it yet. It's good. The last episode was really good. Um, or last issue. Um, and Ben Grimm is getting married. Ooh. You attending the Thing wedding? No, I thought you were... They were married. Um, the Richards were getting married again. No, they're well. They came back and they were all together. But yeah. by the time the Fantastic Four were isolated, Ben Grimm and Johnny were still on uh, on Earth, and Ben Grimm met this woman and they got married. They're who's, getting married. Who's he getting married? To? I can't remember her name. It's nobody so no I remember. One. I think she was like a barista. Oh, yeah. So, are you getting this? No. Yeah, I'm not getting this. I got it, Fantastic Four number one, and I was like, oh, this is a good story. And then I forgot that I was reading it, and I haven't gotten fantastic for anything and i think it's like the fifth issue so i'm not going to get it uh december 12th also brings you parts three and four of the defenders best defense storyline you have uh defenders dr strange number one and defenders silver surfer number one so now we've seen all five members of the defenders or four members of the defenders where are you at are you gonna get it no not silver surfer or dr strange no dropping you're dropping both so you're not getting the storyline no all right, the next one, the last one, or no, not the last one, uh, Miles Morales number one, just in time for our Into the Spider-Verse movie coming out. It's smart. They put Miles Morales. It's the first time that they've done this. So they do Miles Morales number one. You going you gonna to pick up Miles Morales number one in lieu of the Spider-Man movie? I think it's very smart that they're doing that, yeah. but no, I'm not picking it up. I might pick it up. I want to see what it's about. Give it a shot. Give it a one, one or two issue run, and if I like it, I'll read it. If I don't like it, see ya. Uh, the next one is another Star Wars one, Star Wars Age of the Republic, Darth Maul number one. Uh, and it's a living weapon of rage and bloodthirst. Darth Maul has stayed in the shadows of Corsicant, waiting for his chance to strike against the Jedi Order. However, since tasting his first blood, the Sith Lord struggles to contain his desire for destruction and questions the wishes of his methodically plotting master. Could, could Maul have had another path in life or was he always fated to follow a dark road guest starring darth sidious where you have with this i think i'm picking this up this seems like conflicted darth maul like it seems like kylo ren as darth maul you know what i mean but we actually get to see darth sidious yeah he's guest starring in it um and they said tasted his first blood are we thinking the first person he killed or he's a vampire where, where, are we, where are we at with this? He's not a vampire. It would make for even more fan fiction if Darth Maul was a vampire. And could you imagine the erotic fan fiction for Darth <laughs> Maul in like the Reddit and the, the Tumblers? Yeah. Oh my god, he'd be out there just sucking everything. Just biting all these people. Uh, I would, I'd read it. I'd, if that was what it was and he's just, he's like um, Buffy and Blade out there with double-edged lightsaber, <laughs> sign me up. Uh, I'm not getting this at all i do like darth maul i like darth maul too um it I've, seems like they're trying to bring back the old characters from the prequels and it's just like let's bring back these characters people when are we gonna get a mace windu story it's gonna happen when's jar jar getting his own run uh, when's wadu gonna get his own series let's just get it let's get baby anakin and you know we'll have uh that kid in there what's his name what was the kid who played anakin uh not john jake yeah jake had a mugshot 
when he turned 18, I think. Jake something. Whatever. Um, and the last one on the 12th is typhoid fever, Chuck. Oh, Jesus. Iron Fist number one. Typhoid Merit, Iron Fist. Kind of like the canceled series now. Where are you at with this? Dropping. I'm dropping too. Let's go to the next week, December 19th. We got Infinity Wars Fallen Guardians from Jerry uh, Jerry Dugan. Uh, and in the stunning climax of Infinity Wars, one of the Guardians of the Galaxy makes the ultimate sacrifice. I'm thinking it's Gamora. Uh, look back at the life of a fallen guardian and the empty space they leave behind in what's left of the Marvel Universe. Where you at? Drop. Yeah. Not getting this. Um, I think the next few are going to be drops for me too. Uh, Marvel Superhero Adventures, Captain Marvel Frost Giants. Uh <laughs> It's the middle of the winter in New York City, which means all your favorite heroes and villains are trying to beat the cold. But this time, the cold beats back when a group of fearsome frost giants makes themselves right at home in the city, leaving the heroes of the Marvel Universe no choice but to bundle up and stand up against the ice-hearted interlopers. You know what this sounds like? It sounds like a level in that Disney game that you had. Disney Infinity? Yeah, it sounds like the level for Marvel when they're fighting frost giants in the city. It does. And they just put it into a comic book. We played that, remember? I'm going to say no. I'm out on this one. Um, this is like a Franklin book for me. I like to know who writes these synopsis because if so, I need a job like that. Right? Like bundle up against the cold <laughs> and then fight these interlopers? It sounds not good. Yeah, so you're not getting this. No way. Okay, not not at all. Um, the next one has the best title of any comic that's coming out, Uh-oh. and it's called Seasons Beating, number one. Uh, it's the most wonderful time of the year. And certainly the most eventful, as this cast of Marvel heroes soon find out as they engage in wacky hijinks to save holiday seasons. Santa must be missing. Where are you with this season's beating number one? I can't even take you serious right now. It's dead serious. It's... You getting it? No. Okay, I'm not getting it either. Let's go December 26th. We have Superior Spider-Man number one. It's a Spider-Geddon tie-in. Where are you at with that? John. Dropping because I'm out on Spider again. Uh, X Force number one. The X Force team consists of Domino, Cannonball, Shatterstar, Boom Boom, Warpath, and Deathlock. I didn't have Cable in there. Dropping. Well, Cable's dead. So they're going to have to find out what happened to Cable. Dropping. They're trying to save Cable. You still dropping? Drop. Yeah. I'm not picking up any. I don't think I'm picking up any Marvels except for that Christmas one. And maybe Season's Beating just because I like the name of it. Let's go DC. DC, I'm probably going to pick up. 90% of these ones. The first one is something that we talked about in an interview with Steve Orlando. Check that out on Keystone Comic Con. Uh, that's Martian Manhunter number one of 12 by Steve Orlando and Riley Rossimo. Absolutely copping. Yep, copping. Easy to say. The next one is definitely going to be a, a, a cop for both of us. December 12th, The Batman Who Laughs number one of six. He's getting his own miniseries. I've seen that. Are you getting this? 100% picking this up. Yeah, this is going to be awesome. Uh, I This needs to be like an ongoing monthly series. Because like, I'm 100%. This should be Black Label. This needs to be Black Label series. I'm absolutely getting this. December 12th also sees Goddess Mode number one from Vertigo Comics coming out. Um, in the near future where humanity's needs are provided... But for a, uh, sorry, are provided for by a godlike artificial intelligence. It's one young, one young woman's horrible job to do tech support on it. But Cassandra Price's life changes forever when uh, when she discovers a hidden digital world beneath our own, one where a group of superpowered women are locked in a secret war for the cheat codes to reality. You getting goddess mode number one? No. I've been getting all of the number ones for Vertigo. I'm not getting this one. It doesn't strike me as anything that I want to read. This is kind of like Felicity had her own one, uh, her own series. 
Uh, I want nothing to do with it. Uh, Felicity and Iris, if they had their own comic series, it would be this, Goddess Mode. Um, and you know what? I'm sure it's going to be great. It, it, you know, I said I was going to pick up Border Town, and Border Town sold out, and I ended up picking up Border Town. And I love it. Speaking of Felicity and um, Iris, did you see they're doing a crossover comic? Yeah. I'm disappointed. Disappointed in life. Let's let's just keep going. Uh, <laughs> December 19th is seeing another Batman storyline hitting the the waves and it's batman and the outsiders which stars batman black lightning katana the signal and orphan where are you at with this dropping i'm gonna get this one um i like the signal uh i want to see what orphan's all about i like katana despite season two of black lightning i like black lightning and uh batman usually gets the best writing it's a different cast yeah and batman usually gets the best writing in their comics so i'm gonna give it a shot uh, the next one is called Freedom Fighters, number one. Uh, a lineup, uh, sorry, lineup for this all-new maxi-series set in Earth-X where the Nazis won World War II. 20 years after invading the occupying America, Germany wiped out all metahuman resistance, including the original Freedom Fighters. Where are you at with this? Didn't they do an episode in Legends like that? No, they did a crossover yeah. called Crisis on Earth-X. Right, yeah. I feel like this is just the, the comic book version of it. I'm getting this. I'm dropping. Yeah, I think I'm going to get that one. Uh, the next one is another one I'm getting from Vertigo Comics. It's called American Carnage Number 1, and it follows a black FBI agent who goes undercover in a white nationalist gang. Absolutely getting that. Drop it. It's going to be dark as shit. It's going to be brutal. So I'm going to get that. Let's go to your favorite part of this game that we play. We're going to image comics where you drop everything and I pick up everything. I haven't said I've picked up... I don't think I've picked up one. No. You're not an image reader. Uh, December 5th, is usually when they roll out all their stuff. The first one comes out. It's called Die, number one. Just Die. Die, number one. Now, they have a Die, 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 which is a Robert Kirkman. That's great. Um, Now, they just have Die. So, the Wicked and Divine writer, Kieran Gillen, uh, not to be confused with Karen Gillen, uh, teams up with the artist Supernova, uh, Stephanie Hans, or Hans, uh, for her first ongoing comic. Die is a pitch-black fantasy where a group of 40-something adults have to deal with the returning unearthly horror they barely survived as teenage role players. If Kieran's in a rush, he described it as goth Jumanji. Oh, Jesus. Where are you at with this? Now. I'm absolutely getting this. Goth Jumanji, you had me at goth, and now you have me at Jumanji, so I'm getting it. Next one, it seems like they're putting out a lot of one one title names now. Uh, it's Prodigy number one of six, uh, and it's a Mark Miller joint. Is it Prodigy the band? No, it's Prodigy from Mob Deep, um, and it's a uh, Mark Miller Mark Miller joint. So I'm very excited for that. Edison Crane's uh, not content being the world's smartest man and most successful businessman. His brilliant mind needs to be constantly challenged. He's a Nobel Prize winning scientist, genius composer, Olympic athlete and an expert in the occult, and now international governments are calling him to fix the problems they just can't handle. Yeah, this is like if Constantine and Jack Ryan crossed over. If it was Prodigy like Firestarter, yes. But no, I'm dropping. I'm getting this one as well. Let's go with Freeze number one. The entire human population is frozen by a mysterious global event, all except Ray, and only he has the power to unfreeze them. Now, with the fate of the world in his hands, he must figure out what is going on, how to set things right, and answer the question, does everyone deserve to be saved? That does not sound good. It's something like, it'd be a great movie. It's kind of like Passengers. Chris Pratt wakes up. Now, how do you think, like, 
what if he had to fuck all these frozen people? Like, that's how he has to get them out. Like, would you watch, Would you read that book? No. I'd read it more if it was about that. Um, I'll wait till this comes out on a movie and we can do an episode with Freeze. So I'm not going to get that. Let's go self-made number one. When Chaos besieges the kingdom of Arcadia, warrior Amala Satali uh, sees it as her chance to escape her clearly defined role and to change her destiny. But she could never have predicted that it would also be her chance to confront her god. In his de- debut editorial role, comics veteran Kyle Higgins got this intimate world-spanning story of self-discovery. I'm not getting this. It seems like it's going to be way too smart for me. <laughs> like, I, I can't read smart comics. This is, uh, I'm out on this one. Where are you? Dropping. All right, so that was December 12th. December 19th has one comic. It's the last new solicitation from Image of 2018, and it's called Hardcore Number 1 by, by Andy Diggle guy who did the losers all right so we know the losers and robert kirkman's behind this as well um, imagine being able to take over the body of anyone on earth sound crazy not for agent drake and the hardcore program they can turn any person to, into a human drone to get to targets that normal soldiers can't drake is the best soldier hardcore has to offer but when he gets star- uh, st- stranded in a body with only 72 hours to discover who's hijacked the program he'll have to pull out all stops against the enemy who could be literally anyone. Now that's going to be a good movie. It sounds great. It reminds me when you're playing video games and you can switch the player to the closest to fight. Yeah. That's what it reminds me. Oh, with that Marvel game, right? Yeah. Yeah, that uh, Ultimate Alliance. Uh, it sounds really good. It and, does. And Andy Daigle is good at making stories that go right to movies. Um, I'm going to read this. I'm going to give it a shot. Can't wait for a movie because that's going to be awesome. And I guarantee you Carl Urban stars in it. Uh, because it seems like he's in all these weird dystopian movies and also you know who would also be great to play drake in this movie hardcore program drake he's an established actor see his body of work in degrassi just all i'm saying watch degrassi he really made it seem cool to be in a wheelchair he was great you're ridiculous well that's december chuck december is here those are your tv shows your movies your comics uh, a lot that i'm picking up a lot that you are not picking up. Um, I apologize to all of my friends who are not getting Christmas presents. You see what movies I'm going to see, and you see what comics I'm going to pick up. <laughs> um, and also to my friends who are listening, I may want some of these for Christmas. So if you're looking, uh, I'm just kidding because I'm already in it. Buy them. I'm not going to wait till Christmas. Um, so that's it, Chuck. You think December's going to be good? Oh, yeah. And Christmas is coming. Yep. There's going to be a ton of Christmas stuff. Um, I've already watched the Daniel Panabaker Christmas special on uh, Hallmark Channel. Oh my! Dude, I think I watched six Hallmark originals this, this month. That movie was on the other day when I was at my mom's house. So good, she's great. I, I don't know what it's about. I watched. I actually watched it on mute. <laughs> I just watched her. Uh, but you know, find out what. Let, let us know what you're gonna do in December. Are you gonna watch any of these movies? Are you excited for them? Are you not excited for anything? Are you excited for any TV shows? What do you think of Elseworlds? What comics are you gonna pick up? And you can let us know on the following. Twitter, ActiveGeek underscore, the Active Geek on Instagram, Active Geek on Facebook. Um, all the SoundCloud directories, all the di- podcast directories were there under Active Geek Podcast. And you can support all the other Active Geek productions like Galaxy Wars and Binks of the Beards available on all uh, podcast directories. So we will be back with our next episode, which will probably be either Aquaman or Spider Man into the Spider Verse. Uh, so for the Active Geek Podcast, I'm Jim. I'm Chuck. And we are out. <laughs>